Welcome to the Let's Wrestle Podcast with Dan and Nico. My name is Nico. And I'm Dan. Motherfucker. <laughs> Last week you did it. You came run right on time. This time you're going to come in a little bit late. I'm trying not to introduce you. Anyways, what the fuck is up? Um, we have a great <laughs> show for y'all today. <laughs> we have something going on. Yeah, we have something. We have something. But it's going to be fun. I, prom- I promise that much. Uh, Dan, how's it going, man? It is going fucking great, man. I'm excited for this one, for the one of the segments we're doing. There's some interesting news this week, and ready to chop it up. All right, man. Well, just let's just kind of go into it already. There's already speculation that The Rock is going to actually come out at the Royal Rumble. People are saying that he's going to win the Rumble. Not only that, but The Rock in his own show put the Universal title in the shot of his own trophy room where this show actually takes place years into the future. So it's kind of supposedly saying that he won the universal title at some point in his career as a wrestler. So there's been a picture floating around some rumors floating around. Um, we do know that WrestleMania has a day one day two, night one night two. Um, recently you sent it to me. It was night one. Cody Rhodes going up against Roman Reigns. Night two, Roman Reigns going against The Rock. Now, how do you feel about that? Do you think that's the right choice? Do you think Rock should even win the Rumble? Uh, what do you think? Um, I don't think he needs to win the Rumble. And they shouldn't do this, though, because if Cody Cody can't beat... Roman on night one and having Cody lose would be a mistake. Um, they can't have Cody beat Roman on night one and then have fucking Roman come back the next night and beat The Rock because when R- Roman finally gets the throne, it's like this big fucking deal where we probably won't see him for a while and I don't think they should do it here and Rock doesn't need to win the Rumble, so... No, Rock doesn't need to win the Rumble, but he definitely needs to uh, needs to face Roman at WrestleMania. So if we were to say that this was the case, that we're going to set this up, I mean, how would we set this up? I honestly think that it would be Cody Rhodes winning the Rumble. Maybe The Rock comes in, maybe he doesn't. Maybe Roman costs The Rock the match, uh, the Royal Rumble match. Who knows? You know what Who it knows? is? I what think is it? I think this is <laughs> WWE secretly spreading this false fucking rumor so that people can think twice about Cody winning the Rumble because a lot of people seem to be convinced that he was going to come back and win the Rumble. So this might be just WWE's own doing, honestly. But this would actually be perfect in, in the sense that we've, always, we've been hearing that WWE has been trying to make, come up with a plan to get the belt off of Roman. Now, I know last week, me and you talked about Sami Zayn possibly winning at Elimination Chamber. Um and going on forward, then Rock versus Roman. Um, but if this is the scenario that's going to happen, I mean, I think the best best case scenario, and I doubt that this can this would happen. I mean, but Austin was in that spot. Um, Roman and Rock go on night one, and then Cody and and Cody and Reigns uh, goes on night two. So I don't think they're going to do this, uh, but what if, because obviously KO is going to get that match, I think, at the Rumble. I think that's where it's headed. Um, but what if Roman puts the title on the line in the Rumble because he's beating everybody 
And Cody ends up fucking winning it, gets this big return, finally wins the big one, and then they set up Seth and and Cody for Mania. But they're not going to do that because KO's going to get the match. But but imagine. Nah, I don't like that. I don't like that idea. No? No, because like to, to have Cody win the title for the first time at a Rumble, it just seems, it doesn't seem right. Especially for like what he's gone through so far just coming into WWE. Um, not that it's been like crazy, crazy, but like, the, I mean, the Hell in a Cell match, that alone gives him some type of right to have like a singles win over over a champion. And the reason why I said Rock winning, Rock going up against Roman night one, and then Cody going up against uh, Roman night two, is that gives more, it doesn't hurt Roman that he loses to Cody in night two, because he already went, let's say like through a hell of a match against The Rock, trying to, re- um, keeping that title on night one and just to go through such a hell of a match and then have to face Cody Rhodes after the fact does hurt Cody a little bit, but not too bad. I, that's a good idea, but I don't think they will do it because the rock, like in Hollywood, you know, it's, it's going to be big, like mainstream Roman Reigns, the rock. Uh, so I just feel like it has to go on night two, even though it is going to be the last match you see on night one. You still know there's some other matches that are going to happen the next night. Um, so I just don't see it. Maybe if it was somebody else, yeah. But uh, And I hate this. I hate it for Cody, man. I hate it because before The Rock... Well, we always kind of knew that that was maybe going to be the match. But it was like, oh, Cody, you know, it's going to lead up to fucking Cody finally having that moment. And now with the whole Rock thing, like, he may not get that. At least not this year, so... Hey man, uh, things happen. It'll still be a great moment, but you're right. It does suck for Cody. Um, what I see here, though, um, I, well, the reason why I say even Rock would go on night one, I mean, because if you think about last year's Mania, which was in Dallas, we had Stone Cold Steve Austin, who was Texas born, going in on night one. Now, granted, though, I will say this Stone Cold Steve Austin, in terms of what he can do in the ring and his, you know, I mean, he's in great shape, but he's not in The Rock shape. The Rock isn't as beat down as Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, I'll say this. I'm just going to put it out there. If they have Cody and The Rock come back in the same Rumble, don't be surprised if the fans turn on Rock and they fucking take over for Cody uh, and they boo The Rock if he fucking wins. Hey, you never know. I mean, it's not too far-fetched, but... No, I think that... That's something that they learned from Batista. Um, yeah, that's the one that came to mind. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that they'll put Cody in the Rumble or like bring back Cody in the Rumble. No, you know what? I feel like, you, like you're right. Like even if it'll be like that Batista Rumble because Daniel Bryan wasn't in the Rumble and people were pissed off. So imagine Bryan Cody was in that Rumble, no, but he wasn't. got it. He got eliminated like midway through the match. No, that was the that was the next year. That when year, Roman won. When Batista won. No, but when when did Daniel Bryan? When did that happen? When uh, when Roman won? Because didn't Roman win like the year after that? Yeah, that the year after. That's when Bryan was actually in the Rumble. But the year prior to that, when Batista won the Rumble, no, um, Bryan didn't come out at all, and people were pissed off because they thought he was going to come in at number thirty. But instead, Rey, yeah, Rey Mysterio came out, and everyone started booing the shit out of Rey Mysterio. 
Oh, dude, and he never gets booed. Like, I remember that. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that could possibly happen to The Rock. But I don't know, because, like, how many people are really cheering for Cody right now? Like, yes, there are Me? still Cody fans out there. Not saying there's not, but that, let's, not, let's not pretend like, like WWE's been the shit since, since Cody's been gone. I mean, it kind of was at first, but then once Triple H took over, everything's changed. Yeah, I dude, think- it was kind of shit. When Cody uh, left and Vince was still there, yeah, yeah, it was it was kind of shitty. It was really hard to watch. I mean, now it's still really hard to watch, but I because <laughs> Cody was the reason why you were watching. I remember being like, "Gotta watch Cody," you know what I mean? Like, hell yeah, dude, that's how, that's how it was because he's doing such great shit. And then the Hell in the Cell match, Jesus Christ, what a fucking match! Dude. What a fucking performance! I still can't. Uh, that's moment of the year for sure, yeah, but. I mean, that's that solidified himself as like top guy in WWE. Oh, like yeah. he can be that, but unfortunately, Roman's still there, so that won't happen. But I'm just gonna say, I won't be mad if Rock wins, but they shouldn't um, do it. I don't think it's necessary, but I won't be mad. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, we'll go from there. But all right, that was the first deal. Let's go ahead and actually dig into us. Yeah, we're digging to the dirt. <laughs> we found it! <laughs> oh my god, that's so stupid. Sometimes I love it. I love it. All right, man. So the PWNs uh, Illustrated um, came out with their top 100 lists for tag team wrestlers or uh, tag teams, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And uh, lo and behold, tonight. To no one's surprise, but maybe anyone else who cries about it, the Usos are the number one team. Well, goddamn. Bet you anything, uh, there'd be a lot of people pissed off about this. A lot in a little bit. I don't know, dude. That's not, that's, for me, I don't see that as a bad thing. That's a really good top, like, number one pick if you were going to pick a number one team. Well, I'm not surprised. Um, FTR is definitely the most over team. Uh, well, until the acclaim got really, really hot. Oh, but FTR has been pretty over for the majority of the year. Um, and I don't think um, the acclaim were on top long enough yet to be no. on this list, especially with the Usos, which have had a great run. Um, it's it's a no-brainer here. As much as I love FTR, it's a no-brainer. And the Briscoes, I see them at number three. Shout out the Briscoes. Yeah, this is a, a pretty interesting list for top ten. We got uh, Usos number one. We got the, uh, got FTR at number two. Briscoes at number three. And it says Death Triangle, but it really just means Ray Phoenix and, and Pentagon. That's Jr. ridiculous. Uh, they should not be number four. What? Um, they would easily be top five. I would have the acclaim there. Who else? Well, I mean, if we're talking about the whole fucking year, yes, the acclaim should be on this list. But like you said, they weren't. Because what have of, they done? They they were the champions last year, were they not? Who the acclaim? Uh, the Ray Phoenix and Penta. They weren't even the champs this year. They have been in a trio. Uh, unless that's what it's counting here, but even like that, that, man. Counting. Uh, you can always put them in a top 10 if you're for me because they're just a great team well I number four is a little too high I nah think. I don't think so I don't think so um, then we have number 5 Bokuko Double which is Hazuki and Kaguma I don't know them that well sorry can't Who say nothing that? about it 
Number six is RK Bro, which is surprising because they didn't do too too much this year. I mean, they yeah, did but they wrapped but... they wrapped it up in May around there. Um, yeah, and they had a great run while they were while they were together. Yeah, but it we was more the... of last year, so a little. Yeah, it bled into each other. Then we have the the Good Brothers at number seven. Um, <sighs> think they were Impact champions for a while. They had some things going on. Uh, we have number eight, the Young Bucks. Matt and Nick Jackson. That's a little low. Is little, it though? Is it really little low for for them too? Yeah, I would say so. They uh, won the titles and lost them like very soon after that, didn't they? To they weren't even meant to win the titles. If you remember well, the reports, it was actually supposed to be the Hardy Boys, but we know what happened there. Well, the Young Bucks should be number one on the list of creating controversy and drama. For the year oh yeah i mean but then you'd have to put up cm punk you'd have to put up kenny omega like they all have to be on there as number one controversy starters is yeah. a better word well it'd be punk more than anything at least more public at least no anyway. page would be the number one on that one but no no not page I don't blame Paige for shit. Um, then we got the Hex at number nine, which I don't know who that is. Allison K and Marty Bell. Is or... it Marty Bell Mia Yim? Sure, I don't know, dude. I don't know these Fuck. names. I don't know who that is. Violence is forever. Kevin Koo and Dominic Garino. Uh, Greeny. Um, I don't know <laughs> some of these. This that's how, that's my knowledge. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than the occasion, I don't know. I mean, it's not a pretty, not a bad list. It's better than the top 10 for singles that came out for the men's this year that was fucking horrible well apparently fucking fuck 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 on or whatever for coca double crazy is better than the young bucks this year that's crazy and rk bro rk bro better than the young bucks man they're pretty low but i mean the top four i can't argue with i really can't i mean the four is the top three you can't argue. Where's the acclaimed? I mean, I don't know. Let me. They actually, weren't the I, champs, but they I were over. I have it up. Where were they put? Where were they put on this fucking list, man? What the fuck? This can't. Be, oh wait, okay, yeah, I read it wrong. Uh. Wow, are they really this low? Crime should be a crime. All right. Really this low? The guns are at 60? No way the acclaimed are lower than... How do I fucking search on this shit? Ain't no way the guns are ahead of the acclaimed. That's what I'm saying. Ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way. Swerving our glory is at 18. Oh, okay. Uh, the the acclaimed are at 20. <laughs> the swerving our glory is a... Uh, I mean, I can... Maybe art you can argue that, but the guns. No, the guns are lower. Guns are at sixty. Oh, I thought you said sixteen. I was like, fuck. No, they're like, at sixty. I was like, they literally feuded with fucking acclaim. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, they, the acclaimed is at is sitting at number twenty. But I mean, I don't know how, what time of the year that they're like projecting this from. Are they doing like? Like I don't I don't know like from what month to what month are they doing from September to September? Are they doing? Because they're not doing this whole year of 2022. We're still 
in December? Are they doing it from November to November? What they're doing? Didn't we review like some other list last time too, and we didn't know how they were reviewing it? Yeah, um, like what the time frame was because we were a little confused by that stuff. But yeah, it doesn't make any. It doesn't make too much sense. But I mean, it's not a bad. It's still a better list than the first one. Yeah, we did. Wasn't have it like issues. the top twenty wrestlers or some shit like that? No, it was the top one hundred. It's the PWI top one hundred. It's the same thing. But we only went over like twenty. I think. Well, we only went up to 20 because fucking Seth Rollins was in top 10. Ah, that was a crime. Yeah, I think like the top three were... Reigns was number one. Ooh, the bloodline number one on both. I just realized that. Where? Oh, oh yeah. Roman was number one. Um, We got Usos number one. But I think Cody was like third and Kenny Omega was second. I think. I don't know. I could be wrong. You notice how on this list they didn't put Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood's names onto the second line because they have so many goad. So, so much goad. On one line. They have so many goad. Yeah. I mean, goddamn, dude. They got everything. They got the AAA, IWGP, ROH. I think they're actually facing the acclaim this coming Wednesday. Does, do the Young Bucks have a... Uh, be the elite. What is that YouTube show? BTE tag titles. BTE. I know they got a championship that they have on the show. That's probably it's a prop, buddy. Maybe they can win those. Anyways, what else we got on the dirt? All right, man. So we're gonna go ahead get past that. So it was actually revealed today by Evil Uno, who's actually been working closely to the um, Fight Forever Fight Forever video game, and um, Uno has revealed that it's actually going to be a single release game that's going to evolve over time so basically what they're stating is that you purchase uh fight forever this one time and over the years as it goes on until i'm sure at one point they're going to change they're going to have to make a new game um they're just going to release dlc to release new content to add on to the game so they're not going to make a yearly game no, it's not going to be a yearly game. It's going to be this one game. And then as the game, as the years go by, you're, they're just going to give you like the extra content, like extra characters. You're, per- you're going to purchase a DLC, but it might come with the new updated arenas for that year, new costumes for your characters, uh, things like that. Because, I mean, in I feel like that's smart for the fans who are going to purchase this game. Um, because that's one thing that people kind of complain with the WWE games. The only difference, though, with the WWE games is that the mechanics change. Really, actually, if you think about it, a lot of those WWE games are pretty much the same game for the next year, just with updated rosters. Yeah, or no? I mean, kinda. For the most part, yeah. I feel like Madden's more like that, like where it seems like the same one, but and even like 2K, but. WWE, I don't. I think there's more of a difference every year. Well, I mean that's um, most recently though. But if you look back for the games that were happening before 2019, they weren't really adding too much difference up until like you know 2K took over. And then remember all the WWE games that came out before that? They were all similar. Like there was no need to make an extra one or an I extra think, one. Like 16 and 17 were kind of the same. Uh, but, eh, I mean, I do like this idea, though, uh, that they're doing with this. And uh, 
But I mean, if they wanted to, they could make a yearly game and probably make more money because people are going to buy it anyways. But they, because it's Ukes, right? Ukes is doing that fucking game. Yeah, Ukes is doing it. I thought they went out of business like years ago. Or maybe they just got rid of the WWE series on their. Yeah, shit. I don't know. If, I don't know if Ukes went out of business. Like, I mean, you could be right. Well, maybe they can't afford a yearly game production. Maybe they can't. Maybe that's why this is the easiest way they can make this one game because they've been wanting to make a game. Like, I guess the the EVPs. Let's say that because I'm pretty sure Tony Khan wasn't like, oh yeah, let's make a fucking video game. Pretty sure it was Kenny Omega um, leading this one. Well, I mean. I'm not an expert at this uh, gaming business, but I like the idea as a consumer because I will buy the game. Um, and yeah, man, not too much to say. I mean, you di- if you think about it, it's no different than Grand Theft Auto Online. Oh, that game Bro. is so fucking. But all they do is just add more content and add more content. How many times have they have they actually made a new? They just was, add more content. I was like in my first year of middle school when that game came out. The fuck, dude? How old are you? Uh, I'm 24, and that shit came out in the sixth grade, man. That's crazy. Five years makes a difference, man. Nah, I was like 11. Jesus Christ! I was sixth grade. Remember, yeah. I remember the exact day to this day. Online didn't work till like two weeks in. Um, yeah. That's weird. I I didn't play. I never played the online. But I mean, I think it's cool. Um, cool idea thing i mean the company for what it's worth is always stating that they're there for the fans pro wrestling like the indie wrestling fans i guess um i don't want to get into an argument with it and so this video game kind of just showcases that but i also think it's a fact of logistics like i'm pretty sure it took a lot out of them just to make this game because really are they making enough money to promote a game or create a game so it would be easy just to make one game and then just add on DLCs, which is a lot more cost effective than per- like making a whole ass new game, you know? Yeah, I-, I agree with you on that. And um, and who said this? Evil Uno? Yeah, Evil Uno. He's actually been working closely with the game. Apparently. Is that what you Yeah, it says Uno has worked closely on the game and he recently told Fightful Select, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, Evil Uno is the one who revealed the new details. Well, I'm glad he found something to do make himself useful hey man that's real good i mean if you can help create a game that's always gonna stick in stick out there forever um so dope for him uh going forward so drew mcintyre had announced that he wasn't medically qualified uh for this week's wb smackdown where he was slated to face with face up against the unos for the ta- uh, tag team championships with sheamus um left a little bit of people concerned about what's going on with, with uh McIntyre, this would be a horrible time for him to get injured as we're coming into um, the Rumble season. Um, him missing out on that and maybe missing a WrestleMania would have been would have been horrible. But it looks like it's nothing too serious. Um, it's being reported, and I guess to take anything with a grain of salt because um, it's the dirt. Uh, on Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer noted that McIntyre is expected to be back for the Christmas tour that starts on December 26, so he shouldn't be out too too long but let's hope that this doesn't go and create something even worse for mcintyre because this is the worst time of year just to have an injury i don't know how many big stars have had that taken away from them 
um, kind of like Seth Rollins did back in the day. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, I do, and I, I heard, I heard it's a work. Apparently, they they want to do that tag match for the Rumble or some shit like that. So, I would yeah. be too Yeah, that's what uh, I heard. I don't know. Great right? I don't know. That's kind of. Would you want to see that match at the Rumble though? Is that worth it? Sheamus and and uh, McIntyre. Like, I mean. Are we getting- if you think about it, Rumble only ever has like five matches, so is that going to be one of the non-Rumble matches uh, when you already have Roman on the card, I'm sure, so uh, I don't know. I don't know. If I if, I mean, it's great, but if it's a tag team title match, I'd rather tag, an actual tag team go up against the tag team champions. Plus, well, it's a little maybe- weird that McIntyre whoops, every, whoops on the Usos' ass every single time he's around them, so kind of odd well maybe they'll save it for like a holiday show so they can lose not lose too many viewers uh usually those shows are pretty bad in viewership but he he had a he had a sore knee he was out with a sore knee oh what a guy he's expected to be out for the next two games he's got a sore right thumb (laughs) he's got a hangout well, we'll see what happens, man. Um, we'll see what the fuck happens. So let's go ahead and move on from here. So <laughs> this was weird. Uh, so Vince Russo recently on his, uh, I think, on his podcast, yeah. Uh, this is a, this is his quote, bro. Listen, come on, let's be honest. If you're looking at Seth Rollins right now, two levels of two levels for the Hall of Fame is what you're looking at. Okay, he's a good little hand and number two he's been there for a while guess what bro if that's how the baseball hall of fame works everybody will be in it if you're there you're a good little hand and then if you can stick around for x number of years everybody would be in it there's got to be something special something special about you what is special about the dude so i don't know dude it's a pretty ridiculous claim to say that seth rollins isn't special and seth rollins is not already a bona fide Hall of Famer. Like he's he's a shoo-in. No matter how you cut it. Uh well this is obviously another reason why Vince Russo doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. And what's so special about Vince Russo? I mean, have we asked ourselves that? Um I don't think anyone needs to ask themselves that. <laughs> the guy's trolling bro. There's no way he actually thinks this. Like besides Roman who else has been that guy? Or maybe you could say Brock. But I didn't just to say that, just to be to come in with in the Shield, which was probably going to be a throwaway faction until it was fucking huge. The Shield was was a big fucking deal. Even um, in some senses, qualified to be one of the best factions, uh, one of the greatest fa- uh, factions uh, in wrestling. Of course, of all, you know so. After doing that, coming out and having an amazing singles run, being a multi-time world champion, having one of the best cash-ins ever, and then reinventing himself multiple times and getting over multiple times. It's just, if you ain't special, you ain't doing that. Honestly, Seth Rollins is like a more intense Shawn Michaels of this era. The closest thing to it, because he is more like, in as far as intensity than Sean ever was, but I mean, who else is as talented as he is? 
can fucking work with anybody besides maybe like Styles, but that's we're past his heyday. Kenny uh, Omega. Um, but uh, come on, stop it. Um, you know, Kenny Omega can work with anyone if wanting to. If he wanted to, but he also likes to. Want he doesn't. He doesn't do that. Nah, he doesn't do that as much. That's the Young Bucks, dude. Like Kenny Omega doesn't do that shit that the Young Bucks do. Kenny Omega actually works when he's wrestling. Young Bucks are the ones that like to fuck around. Uh, whatever. Um, Seth Rollins is the most talented wrestler that they've had in this era. Um, like I said, so I don't know what the fuck Vince Russo is talking about here, man. It's ridiculous. He needs to stop. Nah, yeah, Vince Russo is a fucking idiot. Um, everyone's, everyone fucking knows it. But I mean, obviously, he has some type of following. I actually don't know who actually, who listens to Vince Russo or who is like, yeah, Vince Russo's right. I mean, no, I'm lying. I've seen some comments on social media where they're like, yeah, how is Seth Rollins special? It's like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Maybe you, you can say Moxley, but come on. Seth Rollins? Shoot, man. I don't think you can say anything bad about any of the S.H.I.E.L.D. members. I mean, you can, but it doesn't mean you're right. Um... I've shit I've shitted on Moxley for a long time, or not a long time, recently. Recently, and, but I will say, and I, I said it a couple episodes ago. Yep. That there was something about his um, cult of personality, if you will. Yeah, that's uh, kind of weird to say, but okay. But yeah, man, he, you know, he's gonna be remembered always as like a special, you know, main event guy that probably shouldn't have been a main event guy uh but his wrestling style is a different different issue uh as far as personality and his fucking gimmick uh the way he carries himself i mean uh, i'd only give him props for that i will say i mean he was the one that carried the shield in the beginning in terms of uh, yeah actually right. cutting the promo you're right so, on that i won't disagree okay so anyways, let's go ahead and uh, move on to our last bit of uh, news or dirt, really. Um, so recently, Charlotte Flair went on to social media to post a picture of some boots. Apparently, she's been working out and getting ready for return, possible Rumble return. Possible return to the Rumble, possible winning of the Rumble. I know Becky, uh, Becky Lynch has been... Noted as saying she can be the first woman to win two rumbles, but imagine Charlotte Flair winning, winning two rumbles. What if that's just foreshadowing for Charlotte Flair coming in, being the first woman to win two rumbles? Wait, did she win a rumble? Uh, yeah, she won the 2020 before COVID. Nah, see? Oh, yeah, she faced Rhea Ripley, right? Yeah, uh, they did that whole NXT thing, but um, this is not going to happen. Um... Who would she even face? I mean, she's not gonna face Ronda again. Um, oh, dude, imagine Ronda versus Charlotte Flair. Nah, not Bianca. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if they run it back. Bianca said recently that Charlotte was the last one that she needed to beat because she already beat Bailey and she beat Becky. Um, and she beat Sasha, so uh, Charlotte was like the one that she was missing. And who knows, maybe they're gonna do that. Maybe, but that'd be fucked up, dude, because that means that that Bianca would have faced all of the horsewomen at Mania except Becky. 
me not except Becky, except fucking Bailey. The disrespect Bailey gets every single day is ridiculous. Yeah, dude, Bailey deserves a, a an up there match, man. Um, what? Honestly, I don't understand. I w- were you excited about when it was Bianca and Sasha? Like, it was a great um, moment, but like, okay, so I wasn't excited, but they won me over with that match because that was a great fucking match. Yeah, it was, a, it was a great match. I, I wouldn't say it was a, a great moment. I think the whole damn match that made night one of that year's WrestleMania. And that was the main event of night one of WrestleMania, and that was a fucking killer of a match. Well, there was and a moment there, though at the beginning. Well, yeah, there was a moment, but that moment didn't encapsulate, encapsulate the whole match. That was just a portion of the whole match. You know what I mean? Like the whole right. match was the moment. And the finish, the fucking whip or whatever, the oh, sound, that, that's what kind of made it awesome. That that was fucking killer. Like, that whole match was great. Like, they, they put on a fucking performance. And then for Bianca to go back the next year and face fucking Becky in the main event and have a great match there, too. I don't think it was as good as the Sasha match. But also, um, Becky got injured halfway or a quarter of the way through that whole match. So for them to put on such a great match with... That just puts Becky up there as well for her going through that whole match with a fucking separated shoulder. That Becky match was um, was great at Mania with with Bianca. I thought that was probably the besides Cody and Seth, that was probably like the best wrestling match also of the of both nights. And with a with a fucking separated shoulder, it's crazy. Um, what a go! And yeah, dude, that would be great. That would be great for her for Bianca. We'd love that for her. Um, going going up against Charlotte Flair, but knowing WWE, I would not be surprised if they were to um put Charlotte up against Ronda Rousey again, just to have Ronda Rousey have a a good wrestle a great WrestleMania moment. Because I mean that match that they had at WrestleMania Backlash, that was a good match. But I'm, I don't think the fans would be into it, man. Honestly, even though it's gonna get a pop. But eventually, like, it's going to be a mixed crowd, as it has been for Charlotte for the most part. Fuck the fans with Charlotte Flair, because they hate her. I don't understand why they hate Charlotte Flair. She's a natural heel. She's they, great. I love they her. They bring back... Sh- I love her, too. I fucking love Charlotte. But I like, love her more, though. But, like, the... <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> but, uh... Uh, I don't know, dude. Like some of these like internet wrestling fans, they're like, oh, "Charlotte Flair doesn't deserve all this. Oh, she's just Ric Flair's daughter." She's like one of the best fucking women wrestlers like in the fucking world, in fucking time and history. Don't fucking say that she doesn't deserve what she's getting. I don't understand the hate. I don't. I don't get it, dude. And they sh- and if they're gonna do Ronda and Charlotte again, they should just do it on the first night that she's back, so they can just put us out of our misery with this fucking Ronda run that she's been on which has been terrible um but yeah that's how I feel uh but then to have Charlotte come back and then face Bianca and then just to lose I mean if Becky and Charlotte don't win the Rumble who who else deserves to win the Rumble honestly tell me Rhea Ripley Okay, yeah, I like that actually. <laughs> there's, there's, I'm a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> there's, there's talent in this women's roster. It's not like there's not 
any talent there. You know what I'm saying? So like, there's people to win. Rio can be one. Fuck, I would take Oscar winning. I wouldn't care about that. Could have been Raquel if they hadn't booked her. And, oh. You know the way they did, and um, she could have been it, building it, up it, that momentum. It could still be Raquel. We got like a month away from the Rumble. They could still build her up if they wanted to. I say turn her heels, make her stop coming out, just smiling all the time. Oh, yeah. She just needs to be a heel. Dude, Bianca just, does the same thing. That's the only thing that I don't like about Bianca that every time, whether it's a personal issue or not, she's fucking dancing and fucking jumping up and down. And but, but that's like, but that's the thing that, that I like about Bianca. Like, that's her character, and I like it. I dig it. I mean, that's her, but for... for for Raquel to do it, I don't see Raquel being that way, man. I liked her in NXT when she was a heel. But Bianca was doing it with that Becky feud. Like, one week, Becky would fucking put her ass down. Shit like that. And then the next week, she's trying to come out here dancing and shit. And then she gets in the ring and, like, starts talking shit that she's mad. Like, hey, I don't know. She's putting a show on for the crowd. For the kids, bro. She does it for the kids. Man. It's the she little things. It's not for you. It's for the kids. Welcome. Okay, Charlotte Flair, WrestleMania. Who, who do you want her to go up against? Um, who do I want to see? You know what would be great, actually. <laughs> I just thought about it. Um, let's say Charlotte Flair does come back, the Rumble doesn't win it, but beats Ronda for the title sometime in between there, and Rhea does win the title. Does win the Rumble. Then we get Rhea and Charlotte part two. Uh, when are we going to get Becky and Charlotte at WrestleMania main event? Oh, that'd be a good one. stars in their division. They couldn't capitalize on that fucking real life shit they had going on the last time they had a match. But um, why I mean, not, man? Why not they build it for a year? And we never got Becky and Ronda one-on-one. That could have been the biggest match they could have uh, Yeah. It, it could have been, but now it's, that's shit in the water. There, there's no way that that's going to be a good, like, build up to anything. Ronda's shit. Ronda's trash. She just needs to leave. I hate her, man. Unless she just goes, like, full heel. Just fuck. She, and... she is full heel. She can't do any better. But, but just start saying shit about Becky that, like, or name, like, just kind of dropping little little breadcrumbs here and there about Becky. No, 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 no. It's trash. She's trash. She's she's not good. I think they can still do that. And yes, I agree with you, but I I think they can still do that, but she needs Uh, to play, man, for another three years. Next next year's Next year's mania needs to be Charlotte and Becky. They need to build it up from the beginning of the year, kind of like Roxena, and just have them kind of always being at odds with each other, but never really fighting each other until it comes to blow at the at the Rumble. On panties though? No, fuck. Take that out here. Yeah, man, I agree. They should. Yeah, you're going to cut that, aren't you, you little bastard? I am not. And yes. we'll have that match at some point. <laughs> All right. So that was the dirt. You got to kind of win the got out of hand a little bit with some stuff but um all right let's go ahead and get into our topic for today dan why don't you go ahead and kick it off with your idea so uh this week's segment we got a fantasy world cup uh as you know the world cup's going on which happens only every four years or so um so hey we said fuck it smackdown was doing one we said fuck it we're gonna do another one um 
eight men from around the world, one representing each country. Eight sweaty men from around the world. Ready to lock up. And get down and dirty. And these eight men um, are obviously chosen by each of us here. Uh, we're going to be sharing each of our brackets and then basically booking a, a, a winner here. Uh, the countries were not set up to be a specific country that you had to use. It was up to you whether you wanted to use a certain country or not. But as I was doing my research, I come to find that there are some countries that don't really have any stars uh, or any great wrestlers, honestly. Um, China. Uh, <laughs> China. China. Zia Lee was like the biggest name on there. She's a fucking jobber. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm gonna start it off with my first round matchups. We got four matchups now. The way I picked this, because I, I couldn't really go off of anything else, I used a spin the wheel. I actually enjoy using those, honestly. Uh spin the wheel.com or some shit like that. And I just let Faith Man just decide who runs into who. What is this? I'm sorry? Are you you even pretending to be a wrestling company? What is this? Taboo Tuesday? You're letting fate decide? My name is Tony Cotton. Anyways. (laughs) First round matchups. Kicking it off. Representing Canada. Oh, Canada. Uh, We got a lot of choices, honestly. A lot of choices, but uh, I had to go with uh, someone that's going to bring some intensity. To the tournament, I got Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is going to represent Owens. Canada. Damn, not even Sami Zayn? That's fucked up. But okay. No, no, I'm going to say also that um, we had to pick current wrestlers. So if it was all time, probably would have went Bret Hart. But since we're doing current, Kevin Owens is my first round matchup. Uh, going up against Scotland's own, you guessed it. Drew McIntyre. I mean, who else came from Scotland? So, um, yeah, it's a good, it's a good pick. It's a good pick. All right, so KO versus Drew McIntyre. They went into a into a draw recently. Who's gonna actually win this match? I got Kevin Owens going over this time. Oh, um, yeah, man. with the stunner at the end. It'd be a great back and forth. A great way to start the tournament. Kevin Owens takes a dub there. He's moving right. on. Um, going up against this next matchup. Now, this one, I hate it that it was picked in the first round, but it's going to happen. Um, we got Team USA, Brian Danielson representing oh. the USA because I can't think of a better American wrestler. Uh, that's gonna, I mean, I, I can, but okay. I mean, the greatest or the best wrestler in the, in the U.S. right now is, is Brian Danielson. And... <laughs> You can't tell me otherwise, but he's going to be going up against the great wrestler in Japan, Kazuchika Okada. Now, there'd be a lot of power here, power advantage from Okada, but Brian Danielson would pull out the win in the end. Um, Sorry, Okada, but you're going home, buddy. Um, Next matchup, we got Ila Dragunov. Representing fucking Russia. Uh, this guy's actually from Russia. I'm not getting worked here. And he's going to be going up against 
New Zealand's own Jay White. Jay White. Which probably the greatest star right now out of New Zealand. Uh, <laughs> the only star. Who, who else came out of New Zealand? Did you find anybody else? That's what makes them so great. Nobody can come out of that country. <laughs> no one no one comes out of New Zealand alive. But they're going to be going up uh, against each other here. And as much as I love Dragunov, I got Jay White, the Switchblade, catching them with a fucking... Um, what's that shit called? Fuck. I'm a fake fan. I don't. Uh, <laughs> me too, dude. I like him, but I don't know his moves. I don't know what it is. But that Sister Abigail looking thing. Anyways. Oh, the Switchblade, dummy. Oh, dummy. Anyways. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is going to be representing Mexico, of course. I mean, still the best wrestler from Mexico, currently still wrestling. Is he actually from Mexico? Yeah, he's from Tijuana, Mexico. Oh, what do you know? I thought he was from LA. That's, from that's right, man. WCW days, he would come out as from Tijuana, Mexico. Yeah, but I mean, they can say that whenever they want. Is he actually from Tijuana? Come on, man. You really, is anybody really going to have a problem with Ravens representing Mexico in the World Cup if this is a, a real thing? All right. Let's see what you hear, buddy. Whatever. All right. Yeah, I thought we were doing it for real, but whatever. I'm looking at it right now. It actually says he's from Chula Vista, California. Yeah, I knew he was from California. Wow. Um, I knew he wasn't from Mexico. Well, well, it doesn't matter because he got well, eliminated in the first round by Ireland's own Finn Balor. Oh, damn. Finn Balor took him out. Oh, man. Was Dominic Mysterio with him? Dominic Mysterio must have fucking distracted Rey Mysterio and was like, you're not really from Mexico. And then he, he got pinned by Finn Balor. And then he took Rey Mysterio's Mexican gear off and called him phony, told him he's from California. Yeah, and he said, suck my butt, and that's it. He ran out. <laughs> he got him anal. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's your fault. Anyways, um, so yeah, first round's done. We got Kevin Owens, Brian Danielson, Jay White, and Finn Balor moving on to the final four. What do, you what do I got? Okay. I'm just glad we only had like a couple of people that were the same. So like, I'm pretty happy for that. I actually picked out my my matchups. That's what I was doing. That's what I was telling you like one second <laughs> before we started. Wow. Okay, so round number one. We're going to start this bad boy off with Ireland's own Finn Balor going up against Britain's Will Ospreay. And this would be a killer, crazy, high-flying match. But in the end, Finn Balor would fall victim to Will Ospreay. I couldn't find where he was from. Like, I had... It said something United Kingdom, talking about Will Ospreay, but where in the United Kingdom? Because Ireland's in the United Kingdom. I don't know. It was just making my head hurt. So I, was, so I said, you know what? Fuck Will Ospreay. We're leaving him off. But I'm surprised you didn't pick uh, Seamus here. He's havering London, England. Um, I don't want Seamus. I want a Finn Balor. I like Finn Balor more. He's my favorite. That's what I said, but then I'm like, I said I'm going to get Balor because Nick's probably going to pick Sheamus, and you ended up picking Balor. No, 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 I'm not, not, picking, not picking that one. All right, so Finn versus Will Ospreay. 
Will Ospreay wins. Going on to our second match of the night. It's a match we've seen before, but it's a match I want to see again and again and again. We got Mexico's Pentagon Jr. Going up against Canada's own Kenny Omega. And with this one, unfortunately, Pentagon is going to have to fall to the one we get angel. Kenny Omega is going to have to go forward. Oh, man. I knew you were going to pick Kenny. I, I almost picked Kenny. I won't lie. I almost picked Kenny. Yeah. I, like I said, I'm surprised that we didn't pick more people that were the same. But um, just a couple. Just a couple. So with my third match. Edge. Third match going for. Ooh, could have picked Edge. Third match going up. The most American-American wrestler that you can ever pick. <laughs> the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. I don't know why you didn't pick Cody Rhodes. I don't know why either. You didn't even come to mind. You fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm a fake fan. I'm a poser. You're a poser. And I did the most American thing ever. And he's going to go up against Russia's own. Elja Dragunov. Oh. It's the Cold War all over again. And we're going to go up. They're going to fight. They're going to duke it out. Dragunov almost kills him, and he yells out to the crowd, if he dies, he dies. But Cody Rhodes comes back. <laughs> Cody Rhodes wins. That's a great comparison. Yeah, I told you that I, could, I think of a better American wrestler than you did. Wow. I, mean, I didn't even think of Cody. You got the American Dragon. We'll say that much. But yeah. I got the American Nightmare. Man, Dragon Knight would fucking slap him on his chest so hard, his fucking tattoo skull would be all red. His fucking pectoral muscle would tear again. Oh, um. no. <laughs> oh no. Oh man, but that yeah, I thought that would win. That was a fun match. I really wanted to put that down on on a card. And then to end up my round one, we're gonna bring in Japan's own Kota Ibushi. Going up against Austria's Gunter. And this is going to be a heavy match. It's going to be a heavy, heavy match. Of course, Ibushi is not going to have any, and I mean any, fucking offense throughout the whole damn thing until the heart of Mr. Kota Ibushi comes up and he takes the win against Gunter in the first round. Wow. So. My first round, people going to the next, the second semifinal round, Will Ospreay, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, and Kota Ibushi. Oh, man. You, you got me with that Cody one in that. Honestly. That was a great fucking pick. But yeah. righty, so we're moving on to the second round. Remember, we got KO on this side, Daniel Bryan. And we got JY and Finn Balor. Um, so, second round matchup Kevin Owens, Canada, going up against Brian Danielson's America. And in this one, it's, it's pretty obvious Brian Danielson's going to win this match mm. and um, move on to the next round. Sorry, Canada, but you're going home. We won't miss you. Um, Jay White going up against Finn Balor. New Zealand versus Ireland here. And it'd be a great match. Two Bullet Club leaders at some point. Um, going at it. Balor has some history in Japan, but today he's representing Ireland. And it's not enough. JY catches him with a sister Abigail. 
And he's moving on. Whatever. Moving on to the next round. Uh, he even gave him a little, a little kiss, a little, um, a little peek, a little peck, like the sister Abigail. <laughs> Just fucking pick Bray Wyatt. What's your problem? <laughs> well, anyways, we got. So I'm not gonna say who wins yet, but we got Daniel Bryan, USA in the finals versus Jay White in New Zealand. What do you got for your next round? All right. So second round, first match is gonna be. Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega. It's a, it's basically a preview of what will happen at Wrestle Kingdom because that match is actually going to happen. Um, but in my fantasy right here, what I'm trying to book for, Kenny Omega is going to come on out with the one-winged angel. He gets the one up on Will Ospreay. I don't think that's actually going to happen. I think Will Ospreay is going to beat him at Wrestle Kingdom. Saying it here, saying it now, you heard it here. Now, going on to our second match of the semifinal round, we got Kota Ibushi going up against Cody Rhodes. It's heart versus heart. Who has the bigger tank? Who can take it to the end? This would be a back and forth match. Very end, they'd be dead ass tired. But we're not doing a replay of World War II because Kota Ibushi is going to take the win over the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. So, for my finals, I got Kota Ibushi. Going up against Kenny Omega, Golden Lovers going at it. Ugh. Um, that is so, looks like a match out of New Japan a couple years so ago. Yours. Brian Danielson and Jay White. They didn't even face in New Japan. When they? was Brian Danielson in Japan? Just last year. Who who did he wrestle? Take fan. That's what you are. Brian Danielson in Japan? You didn't hear about it? Yeah, you're not tricking me, buddy. That never yeah, happened. Yeah, I almost got you, though. No, you <laughs> in the first half, stuff. not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we hope he does wrestle there um, in Wrestle Kingdom or some shit. We would love that for him. Oh, but anyways, the finals... Obviously, you already know I got to take Brian Danielson, but it'd be a 45-minute classic, I'm sure. Uh, Jay White would be playing the heel, as he always does, and Brian Danielson would be the ultimate babyface. And uh, Brian Danielson and America are going to take my tournament of the World Cup. Alrighty, so then in mine, it's got Kota Ibushi going up against Kenny Omega, two former partners. Two longtime friends. How can they coexist within this match? It's going to go back and forth. It's going to be a crazy spot fest. Of course, we know that's going to happen. Kenny Omega is going to be getting ready. He's going he's gonna to hit the V-trigger. He's going to be looking at Kota Ibushi. Ibushi, remember all the good times that they had back in DDT, back in New Japan Pro Wrestling, just, pay, just being friends. But him hesitating too much leaves enough room for Kota Ibushi to come out on top. So my win, my winner... Coming from Japan, Kota Ibushi. Whoa, that's surprising. I didn't see him winning your tournament. Um, yes, sir. And then my winner would be your winner, and America would win. Ah, I don't think so. Well, uh, I think... That'd be crazy-ass match, though. Kota Ibushi versus Daniel Bryan? Or Bryan Danielson? No, Daniel Bryan. It'd have to be Daniel Bryan. Why? I think. Why? I just would prefer it that way it's more of a 
nostalgic, sentimental, sentimental thing. But uh, anyways, um, huh? Daniel <laughs> Bryan is gonna take my tournament. Um, any final thoughts on that being a thing? Which it'll never be a thing, but imagine, bro, a World I, Cup. I just feel like mine's better, but I mean, that's how it's gonna be, right? That's almost as ridiculous as Chris Jericho saying that wrestling should be in the Olympics, like professional wrestling. Yeah, that maybe like as a like a, like a intermission kind of thing, <laughs> like like as a transition. How you how are you gonna do an Olympic sport like as a as a predetermined sport? Like I don't get it. He said it'd be like uh, what's that something figure skating or some shit that it's like a performance. Oh. You know, I, I see, he said, "I see what he means. Maybe he, like, maybe it's like two people and two people, kind of like you know, there's partners and stuff within the like the ice skating. So there's a guy and a girl, whatever the fuck. So it would be like two wrestlers putting on the best match they can, going up against like the next promotion or the next person's team or the next person. You know what I mean? Like who had yeah, which definitely. two set of people would have the best match? And I guess I can kind of see how that could be a competition, but um." Yeah, I don't see that happening. Well, classic Chris Jericho coming up with ways to make the wrestling business look phony. But uh, I digress. All right, so that's going to go into <laughs> this time. Uh, don't need to comment on that. Um, but again, like us on Twitter at Let's Wrestle, at Let's Wrestle Pod. Check out our link tree in our bio. That's going to do it for us today. Fuck off. Bye. See ya. Later. Bye.